Welcome to the CHO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano. How you doing? You didn't I'm, chuck any headphones right before I, the show started today. I'm I'm great. I think there's a weird vibe going in here, uh, going on in here today. Why there's is there a, a weird vibe? I don't know. I got I here. I like got it. here early today. Me and Chris were hanging out, just doing an outstanding job, and we were vibing. And then you came in with a bag of 25 pieces of pizza that you. I think you ate every single one of them. Which congratulations! No, that I was did. great. I did not. I didn't it's even eat half of pizza. them. You didn't even eat half of them. No. You literally never stopped eating for like 20 minutes over there. That was amazing. <laughs> Not that I was monitoring your eating. It seems like <laughs> you were. This dude, what what pizza was that? Uh, it's a place called Pizza Italia in Libertyville. Okay, okay. Salt just, spot. Okay, it looked. Uh, you know, there's. I mean, big news here. Dylan Cole's a bear. I know everyone's excited about the undrafted free yeah. agent that came out of the Missouri State. Who Missouri State also a bear. We'll get to that in one second. But you know, there's a microwave right there. Wouldn't you want to heat up the pizza before you eat the pizza? No, cold pizza, baby. I get it. I like cold pizza, but I would have heated that up. I'm, I'm, a not, I'm not a cold pizza guy. I don't understand cold pizza people. Yeah. It tastes terrible. Cardboard with, 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 I don't get it. It's just, it's horrible. There's you don't want to warm place. it up and like it melted cheese. Not if cheese. it's good tavern style pizza. I mean, it, it tastes the really good cold. The downside of the microwave. I got, I, Luke is sufficient. This is the... F- this is the yeah. first time that Luke Ooh, has yeah. ever been with me, I yes. think, on anything I've ever said. So this is a, this is a moment for I me. I mean, if I'm... I, <laughs> I, I, I got stuck. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I put it in the oven. I don't microwave it. That's, no, so that's an upper that's level move. step. Yeah, I don't have the patience for that. I got to eat the thing. If I'm hungry, let's go. But you just... Air you, you cold pizza do people. That. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say about that <laughs> other than I like cold pizza and I'm not going to, like... Make it a big thing. I just do. I just, I'm happy that, that, uh, Brandon saying it's my worst take ever. Wow. Yeah, see, wow, I don't Brandon. think it's that. Kind of, I'm, I, this is one of those things where it's like, I can acknowledge why some people would think it's weird eating cold pizza. So I'm not going to fight it. Okay. Yeah. I like that you're in a non fighting yeah. mood to start the show today. It's not like, I mean, I do not understand why, why anybody would like Purdue basketball, but like that's that's something I would There's fight. Fighting mood. That's fighting mood is back. That's something else I would fight. It's good to see Braggs in the comments today acknowledging the T-shirt that I wore yesterday. Finally, I, I had. Uh, Which, I had, by the way, we decided right before the show. I'm wearing that every Wednesday on the show for the next year. Which was a great idea by this show. Great idea. <laughs> I also would like to throw out that uh, I had the I had the the fortune to have lunch with Gregory Braggs yesterday. Oh, and and, and I le- we uh, went right across the street. Um, I don't even know where we went. Wait, What's how? Where? I was here. You were sitting with me. I know. When did you leave to go? I know. Lunch? He said that he was leaving. He and, left, and then he didn't. He doesn't leave. He hangs <laughs> he in some lingers. corner, and then he just reappears. <laughs> Wait, what? Here. That's Wait, that time all. out. Time out. He <laughs> left. He said goodbye. You and I continued to work over there for like at least forty-five minutes. Right, and then and then, and you, then I said goodbye. Have a great day, everyone. You were still sitting there, and he reappeared. And he reappeared. <laughs> yes, that all happened. He lingered. So he was that mad he's about a, the shirt that he had to yeah, leave. He, he was in Jake's office. He was in Jake's thing. office, but he's a lingerer. Does Jake know that Braggs was in his office? Yes, they were talking. Jake, they were oh. they were communicating. Oh, but he's still he's he's a lingerer. I didn't even he see lingered. Jake yesterday. Linger. Yeah, I said goodbye for, to Jake yesterday. For Jake. quite a while. Yeah. But, <laughs> he's in but the, he is a lingerer. Rags. He's a lingerer. And he's a great tipper. He's lingy. Crossroads. Dude, you guys went to Crossroads. We went to Crossroads. And he tipped like a madman. You want if you if you see Braggs at your restaurant, you you're you're a lucky guy. Look, Braggs is one thing I know about Braggs. Braggs is a generous individual. He is a generous Bragg. He is a Bragg. he's got a great heart. I don't think he's ever actually terrible been, basketball takes. And just a bad athlete. What was the score yesterday with you and ping pong? Oh, and you're. Shoot, not, I don't even want to say it out loud. It was that bad. I'll say it. It was twenty-one tw- to four. two. I think oh, it was two. It was twenty-one to two. Twenty-one to two. Yikes. To two. And I'll say this, because you know, props to Coach Carm. I think I've, I've, I, you know, I, I got you going here. I mean, Bragg's didn't even play that bad. You just worked him. Oh, Bragg's played horrible. 
Well, he can't, you know, he's got a little bit of a mobility issue. <laughs> he's on the injury list. <laughs> so, Mo, there's a, there's a side to, I mean, we're talking about ping pong, too, and not tennis. Uh, okay, Mobs, we'll get to football talk, buddy. I mean, if I had known that you guys were going to lunch, I would have gone to, I would have taken, taken a later train home. I asked. You didn't ask me. We all uh, thought Bragg's left. I, I mean, I was I was trying to focus. We had you know we had we had Kari Blazer game on the show yesterday, which by the way that that was the a fact great that conversation by you guys. You guys did a fantastic job. He was awesome. Got the sandalwood uh, candle. I mean, the fact that he went to Target and got the sandalwood candle is the greatest accomplishment this awesome. show has ever had. At least <laughs> that, awesome. that I've been I mean, a part I, of. I can't believe that I made the Bears fullback get a candle. <laughs> did you? Was that you? Yeah. Did you bring up? You yeah, brought up candlewood. Sandal. I mean, of all the sandalwood. <laughs> of all the outcomes of an interview with a Bears player, going to Target and buying a candle is not one I would have ever put even on the list. Of. We but lo- I love it. That's Car- the commitment. Kari, we love you. And we need to have you back on so you can break down the, the latest Tennessee Titan that's here. I was going to say, I wish we had done that yesterday. We could have had him break down Dylan Cole. Right? I can, I can yeah. tell you that he was born May 19, 1994 in Springfield, Missouri. He's the son of Tacoma and Tracy Cole of Rogersville, Missouri. He's got three siblings and Devin and Dalen and uh, Dane, uh, D-A-N-A-E. He's also he's been a banged up Dylan Cole. He's had a torn ACL. He's missed time with a dislocated wrist. He's missed time with a back injury, um, and he's made his way around the NFL from the Texans to the Titans. And now the Bears are Dylan Coling. Lawrence, can you bring up that video I sent you Dylan earlier Cole. of this guy? Uh, uh yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you a second. Here's what I know about oh. Dylan Cole. First of all, um, you know what? And Bragg saying, Mark Peter, you you uh, yeah, that's right. I haven't watched Dylan Cole tape. Neither has anyone else, <laughs> including Dylan Cole's family. But keep okay. going. Damn it. Now I'm going to come off like the football nerd again. I didn't <laughs> seek out Dylan Cole tape. I did watch some highlights yesterday. I'll say that. The dude loves to play special teams. Oh. He will pop you if you're not paying I hope this attention. is the one uh, video that I'm thinking of. Where? Or is this the video? Oh, no. This is different. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a video on his Twitter account from February 10th. Um, of him hitting using a Corona can as a oh tea. That's just it, wasting wow. beer. Well, that's why I'm a little. I mean, the, if the can had been empty, I'm all for it. But probably wouldn't have stayed though. I need a little bit of weight. The well, form's the weight. Form's decent, a little stiff. Good follow through. I'm not worried about the swing. I'm worried about. The murderer of a beer. If that was a Goose Island can, that would be major red flag. Look at the focus. Look at the head down on the ball. I'm all about the swing. It stays down. That's a good job. That's a good job right there. My swing is god awful. So you like the signing? I officially love the signing. (laughs) This dude's focus. He's going to stare at ball carriers, focus, and crush. Cole, bears, poles. And by the way, brags. That 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 <laughs> that compilation of information wasn't just from Karmapedia. It was from many, it was from multiple websites. You jerk. <laughs> None of which you cited. <laughs> what? Why do I get a site where I picked facts out of? <laughs> I come on. I did go back Even and Wikipedia see. Wikipedia puts they cite everything. That is true. They do. Not ever Wikipedia. Rise and shine, uh, Wikipedia. Albert says, "Rise and shine, cram." Cramopedia. <laughs> That's really taking Cram- I want I want everybody in the comments to know that Cram has made its way into our in-house Slack. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw that today. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is. I mean, even even Cram himself third yeah. person. I crammed like. myself. <laughs> cram, cram, cram. Cram. <laughs> oh. cram apparently did not do a great job with title and description yesterday fully, which I Lawrence and I will have to have a conversation after the show about my. Uh, oh, you don't want to. You don't want to do it now. In no, the of a show. No, I'd rather. I'd rather not. Well, now I think I know that it's Braggs' fault though. You obviously rushed through your headlines and descriptions because Braggs wanted to go out to lunch. I did. I did prioritize hanging with Braggs over clips at one point yesterday. It's true. And then I, yeah, 
you know, but I, I got a point. That's on, that's on me. Can we I, see the, uh, let's show everybody the candle in case they didn't see it. So if, if you missed, first of all, if you missed our interview with Cario Blasting Game, go back, check it out. But we uh, had a little conversation about Target and Aaron's and he's a candle guy, big candle guy. We recommended the sandalwood and we, I think Lawrence recommended it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. in the comments too, though. And, uh, Kari, a few hours later, tweeted that he went out to Target and got the sandalwood. That's, That's amazing. She's I mean, a great developer. It's possibly my best athletic accomplishment in my life. <laughs> that, that do, does that mean that he enjoyed the conversation with us? I think it does, right? He enjoyed hanging out. He, if he didn't, he wouldn't have done that. So we, I think we, I think Kari, I think, I think Kari is a friend of ours now. Can we say that? The blazing yeah, friend of the program. Friend, friend of the, of the program. Friend of the show. I mean, we don't have that many friends of the program, so this is a big <laughs> moment for us. Everybody in the chat is a friend, Carm. Everybody. I mean, sure, Matthew, Gregory, and Torian, and Brandon, and Doug, and Gary, and, and, Gary, and Don Burr. And, uh, I mean, these are friends, but these you know, friends, they don't play for the Bears, so this is, you know, I don't want to rank friend. people, but this is, a, this, is a, this is a good move. I think everybody on the show has got to feel good about this, including fake Kari Blazing Game in the comments. <laughs> fake Kari Blazing Game says, Sandalwood is the fullback of Candlesense. Wow. <laughs> Anytime I hear the word sandalwood, I think of uh, Anchorman, where Ron Burgundy says something about sandalwood. When you guys brought it up. I don't remember that. Oh, it's in one of them. You sure he's not talking about a nice rich mahogany in his uh, dad? He says that too, I'm pretty sure. Do we think Blazing Game is Nagy and Nagy is Blazing Game, or they're two different people? You mean got, our, oh, like it's I think the that same guy runs both. both. Yes, I think so. Uh, they're both would, in the comments at the same time, though. Be a lot you of, can't be logged in in the same account. It's, I don't know. They're talking to each other. I multiple. feel like there could be. A I th- guess you could have two computers. Two computers. To, I mean, this could be a very talented individual. Okay. Who, if, whether way, it's they, one, two, or ten, I'm, the I'm real in. people in the comments are with me on cold pizza. That much is very clear. Are they? What's up, Ron? <laughs> oh wait! It's to address Hunter's comment, we the Duke, of course, is a friend of the program. I mean, that oh, should well, be the Duke's, you know, the Duke's not on. A, he's not a friend. He's uh, no, he he's, is the program. He is the right. <laughs> we'll be closer friends when we finally get to go to Duke Island. Is this true? I'll just throw that out there. All right, Carm did a big research project. I did this morning. Which scares me. Which also co- came from uh, a comment yesterday. Which I should. Yeah, no, I think it was from two days ago. Two we days. had. We had a uh, super chat, which, uh, apologies, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was, Dil- was it Dylan Ochoa who did it? Might have been. But we had a super that's chat. I think that's Ochoa? right. Martin Ochoa? Mart- I think it was. Martin, my yeah. bad, Martin. Where do the Bears wide receivers rank among the NFL's best right now? Which is a hard question to answer right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So Carm went to work. So what? Well, here, here's what I did. I took... Because we are nothing if not optimists on this show, CHGO Bears. Uh, we knew the Bears were going to get the number one overall pick. Uh, before that, we partly knew that they were going to win 11 games last year. That didn't happen. But we, you know, spun it into the greatest thing that's ever happened in the franchise since 1985, which is hopefully will turn out to be accurate. But so what I did was I took the best year of DJ Moore, the best year of Chase Claypool, the best year of Darnell Mooney, and combine that all into one season. So let's let's put that as where they have gotten there. So let's see if, if the Bears hit their top level that they've done before, the Bears receivers, it looks like this. DJ Moore, 118 catches for 1,193 yards. Holy Cl- uh, Claypool, 62 catches for 873 yards. Mooney, 81 catches for 1,055 yards. Put that all together, you get 261 catches for 3,121 yards. Now, uh, that's now. if you look at, say, we, we, we went around the horn here. If we go to the Dolphins last year, no, we're not, and we're not doing tight ends. So for the Dolphins, it's Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Trent Sherfield. They have less catches, 224 to 261, and slightly more yards, 3483. The Bengals, with Chase, Higgins, and Boyd, less yards, 2,837. The Vikings, Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne. Now we know, of course, you know guys have moved on. Adam Thielen, who knows? Maybe he'll end up in Chicago. 3,175, same number, 50, 50 more yards for Minnesota. The Bills, Diggs, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, 2,688. The Lions, St. Brown, Raymond, DJ Shark, 2,279, way better. The Eagles, Brown, Devonta Smith, uh, Quez Watkins, 3,046, same. So, so my the t- summary here. The it, summary is that. Bears, it, with those projected numbers, if everybody 
reached their career highs and catches between those three, the Bears would rank second among uh, the only team that would rank higher than them is the Vikings. They would have more than the Bengals, Bills, Lions, Eagles. Yeah, and um, Dolphins are on top. Yep, right. Uh, All the Dolphins. So it's Dolphins, Vikings, Bears. But the now, the, 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 the takeaway is uh, the the takeaway, and, and Adam Thielen's a, a Carolina Panther. I should have said a second ago. Uh, but the, the takeaway is this: if the if the Bears play to the level that they're capable of playing, the Bears receivers, the Bears sh- they should have a top five receiver crew. What did you just call Adam Thielen? He's a Carolina Panther. Oh, okay. I thought you said his name differently. Did I, I could have sworn you said like Adam Kaliznik. Well, oh, oh, it's a pizza. It's a cold pizza. Cold I, pizza. I heard DJ Shark earlier, but that was maybe Shark. That's me. Shark. 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 Sorry, my brain is fired. DJ. Here's my thing, though, about the Bears potentially having 261 catches. Yeah. Justin Fields only threw 318 passes last year. Right, right. Yes. We've, we've got, we have Another 192 completions. Yep. So there'd be a, but I think we could all project a higher uh, outlook. So 61, it'd be 68 more catches just between those three players. It's not even taking account running backs, Cole Komet, Robert Tanyan, Equinemia St. Brown. Right. So it it's I'm let me let, let me rephrase. If you want to be optimistic about what the Bears receivers are capable of with a second year of Luke Getze, a third year Justin Fields, and and in just an overall significant step forward like they did this year when they scored thirty points a game for four straight games, you can certainly make an argument that they could end up as a top five crew next year. Yeah. And not be a complete idiot saying it. That's Pretty well, pretty balanced, but I also think it's unrealistic to think that DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, and Darnell Mooney are all going to reach their career highs in numbers. Unrealistic, correct? Mm-hmm. But they don't have to to be top five. Let's let's yeah. They could be a little. They can be ten percent down from it. Share the wealth. I don't hey, look. Bottom line, no argument. They're in a way better place right now than they were. A year ago today, three weeks ago today. Now, I have a – this is going to kind of blend the conversation with our next topic, which is who would be the most controversial pick at number nine, which we have a poll on Twitter right now if you want to check it out. We'll talk about that in a second. But one of the reasons why I am not specifically ruling out drafting Jackson Smith and Jigba is – not to be Mr. Negative here, but why are the Bears in such a better position from a wide receiver standpoint? Because of DJ Moore? Because of DJ Moore. Now, mm-hmm. if you're doing your job properly as an NFL front office, you need to, as hard as it is, picture life without one or two of these players because injuries are a thing that happen in football. Uh-huh. So if you're that dependent on one guy to completely change your wide receiver room, and take your quarterback to the next step, that's risky to me. So I am personally not against them taking a swing at a wide receiver early in the draft just because they added DJ Moore because you're going to need more than that. I would say there's a lot of teams, though, like, that are in that situation. Like if you take, let's say, Justin Jefferson away from the Vikings. Sure. And now Adam Thielen, your second leading receiver, is also gone. Like they, they're obviously not in an ideal situation itself, right? With sure, but they have a veteran quarterback who's not dependent on uh, Justin Jefferson to develop. That's, that's what's true. so scary. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all for. Like I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm just saying, like, to I, completely dismiss the idea of adding more wide receivers just because they got DJ Moore is scary to me. I would be very surprised if the Bears at some point in this draft don't pick at least one wide receiver. I am not. Yeah. I don't. I'd also be surprised if they didn't trade out a nine. I'd be stunned if they didn't trade out a nine and picked a wide receiver there. I don't think they have the luxury to do that. Yeah. But I think it, it, you know, at some point, he's got to like someone who can add into that room. 
Yeah, like, I mean, Jaden Reed's a guy that's not going to go probably day one, maybe like not Jayden day Reed. two. Michael Wilson from Stanford's another probably later round. There's some guys that you can get in the later rounds that I think would be a nice asset to the Bears wide receiver room as a whole. So I'm all for adding more wide receivers to this the current core that they already have. The, the, the amount of wide receivers who have been dynamic players in the NFL who came out of the second round is enormous. And, of course, the Bears have three picks in the second round. So... There's that. Yep. Um, hey, we got a new sponsor to tell you about. All right. Before we get well, into really it, because we are going to kind of debate some of those controversial draft picks here. But um, Fubo TV. I love Fubo TV. Long time Fubo guy right here. Welcome aboard to CHGO. Uh, 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device and uh when you sign up you can start watching immediately with a seven day free trial no contract no cable no hassle you just sign up start watching you get a thousand hours of cloud dvr included and no extra charge which is a great feature and you can watch your local teams while traveling which is big um a lot going on right now in the sports world the uh Obviously, we got the NCAA tournament going on. There's college hockey, if you're into that. Don't sleep on the women's tournament. Let's go, Caitlin Clark. Domination yeah, out at Seattle Hawkeyes. She is right. appointment TV, Caitlin Clark. She really is. Oh, yeah. um, and unlike some competitors, you can watch the Cubs on Marquee. Uh, with Plus. Fubo TV. So use the link in the description to sign up. It's right da- down there in the description for you. Uh, sign up. You'll get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Again, sign up with the link in the description. Welcome, Fubo, to the show. Watch your Fubo while you're wearing your... Focused. I was going to go there, Mark. I had that, but I'm glad you said it because, Chicago, you already got right. the best coverage for your favorite team. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Focus got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room. North or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like Damar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. And if you're looking for the perfect gift for the basketball fan, baseball fan, hockey fan in your life, FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And CHGO Bears offseason coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at ComEd.com slash Powering Biz. So we put a poll out on our CHGO Bears, Bears. Twitter account. And Who? now it is on the YouTube page. Now it's Ooh. also on the YouTube. Maybe it differs. Timing. We'll see. Lawrence. Lawrence. Who would be the most controversial pick at number nine? Your options are Jalen Carter. Bijan Robinson, Peter Skaronsky, Jackson Smith, Jigbo. When we were discussing this before the show, Hogan and I were adamant that it absolutely 1,000% would be Jalen Carter. But apparently that's not how it's being voted on in Twitter land. Correct, Adam Hogue? Uh Yeah, let's update this right Let's get an here. updated situation. And uh, while be- you do that, Joe is sending a super chat uh, for us saying that drafting JSN would save them approximately $20 million in the next two years because they can let Mooney or Claypool walk. Possibly. Yeah, that, I mean, that is an option. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure they got to worry about that. Um, until they have to pay Justin Fields, but it's a decent point. Um, yeah, right now, B. John Robinson running away with it at 56.9%. Jalen Carter is number two at 28.3. Third, with only 9% of the vote, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then coming in last, uh, which I guess is somewhat surprising considering how everyone seemed to be so <laughs> upset about Peter Skronsky the other day. Peter Skronsky, uh is last with 6%. So, and you know, I think that one's interesting because of all the talk about Pierre Skaronsky. Because if you said you're drafting Skaronsky and he's playing tackle, Bears fans will hate you for it. Absolutely hate you. But if you're also drafting a guard in the top 10, you also hear Bears fans saying, absolutely not. You don't draft a guard in the top 10. So, I'm, I'm, I guess when we look at the guys that we put on here at 6%, 
it makes sense, but I just know there's been a, he's been a very polarizing guy uh, these last couple of days. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, they're they're clearly not going to draft a running back considering everything they've done this off season. But I would also think that at some point in the draft that they would take a swing at a running back as well. But that would be like, would he would would polls be as position uh, skill position focused to draft a quarterback, a running back, and a receiver in this in this come upcoming draft? Would he do that? And if he doesn't do that, like, which one gets crossed off first? Um, by the way, I could totally see that happening. You have 10 picks. Right, they could. They could, obviously. I, I, right now, would be shocked if they don't draft a wide receiver. I would be shocked if yeah. they don't draft a running back. And considering that P.J. Walker is the only other quarterback in that room right now besides Justin Fields, it wouldn't shock me at all. I, I wouldn't say it's as big of a priority, but I, I could totally see them drafting a quarterback, too, later. I think that's the last one, though. It probably you you think wide receiver, running back, but quarterback would probably be last for me if I'm looking at it. Even though they do have the ten picks, but there you still need to have depth at those positions. And Deontay Foreman's not a sure thing. Khalil Herbert still needs to prove himself. You need another running back in that room. And we just talked about wide receivers and how you need depth at that position. So definitely a possibility. It is also interesting to me that people didn't just go all in on Jalen Carter in this. Like you, our Bears fans. Do you think they picture it as value at nine? Right. And the talent that he still has. Right. And w- That's exa- the thing. I- exactly. And I so guess what I don't understand is if Jalen Carter. It's such. Is, the, it's the biggest swing. Is, if you're okay with Jalen Carter, you think it's less risky at nine, then why is Peter Skaronsky's arm length so risky? When you could easily slide into guard and. So, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, those don't add up to me. Uh, Monsi says four ninety nine. You think people don't want the Bears to draft Skaronsky because it isn't sexy and are using the arm length as an excuse? You think uh, people don't want the Bears to draft um, I don't know why people. I don't. I don't know. I'm not one of those people, so I don't know. Yeah, like Monsi seemed to be an incredible amount of pushback to Peter Skaronsky the other day. Well. They're pushing back on the fact that, like you're saying, that or or the people were saying that you're saying that he's definitely a tackle. Da, 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 da. That was yeah, which that, is not what I said. Which is not exactly what you said exactly at all. So that was the pushback. But I, to Monsi's point, I think there is a lack of sexiness to drafting an offensive lineman that would be, I think most Bears fans would look at like that's reasonable. That's a position of need. You clearly think that. I would hope that you're drafting what who you have as the best player on the board and. I'm not going to, you know, instantly run out and buy a bottle of my favorite whiskey and, and or whatever you do for fun in life because they just drafted an offensive lineman because it's not exactly the most exciting thing to watch on the football field yeah. versus someone like Jackson Smith and Jigba who will be sprinting to the end zone and hugging Justin Fields. That's That sounds a lot more fun to me. They're not going to do that, but that would be – like that's why I want position players. They're more fun to watch. I just think it's super interesting that – I really do think Ryan Poles has been sticking to best player available, both in the draft and free agency. Like, pretty much every decision we've seen him make is based on that. Mm-hmm. And I do think there'd be a small riot if they drafted Bijan Robinson. But what if he's we, – we all think he's talented as hell. That's what if he's out. truly the best player available – at nine, and nobody's calling the trade up. Don't you think, based on what we've seen from this general manager so far, that he, it's not like he would go down the list and go to the next guy just because he's a running back? Depending on where he would go, I, you know, when you overdraft someone, I don't have a huge problem with it. But I do have a problem, like, when the Patriots, who did they take last year? Who was that offensive lineman they took? They, they literally drafted him three rounds ahead of where he was supposed to go. Yeah, but he, he had turned out to be pretty bowl. good. Oh, right, but you're not, like, trade back. But what if they tried? Everyone always says that. Trade? What if nobody's well, calling? Then, then roll the dice if he's really going to be a third-round pick. Then, then roll the dice and take somebody that's, like. But how do you, but if. Cole Strange, there you go. Cole Strange, thank if, you. Yeah, thank okay. you very much. If there's one team that thinks he's worthy of taking then, don't you think there's another one? Probably. 
we get too caught up in sometimes these media mock drafts that don't really uh, yeah, I was pay attention to the, that what's going on internally in the NFL is oftentimes very different. Yeah, I was listening to the athletic football show, and there's um, one of the GM, former GM was on there. It's like, trading back is difficult. Like, it's just not something where, oh, we're just going to trade back. Like, you obviously need two to tango, right, to make this happen. And it's like, it's not as easy as just saying it. So, yeah, it's no guarantee. Oh, come on. <laughs> Cram strange. Braggs is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, 1230. Seth uh, Crane with a $5 super chat. Skaronsky falling to a team like the Steelers slash Pats and becoming an all-pro is my worst nightmare. Seen it too many times. I was watching uh, a good amount of Skaronsky tape yesterday. I was watching him against uh, Wisconsin and watching him against Nebraska, a game you were at on the sidelines. You know, oh, yeah. You know how I kind of describe his tape? Want to know. Boring. It's so damn consistent. Yeah. That it's <laughs> just like it's boring, which is how it's supposed to be. That's true. It's a compliment because it's like, wow, literally every play is the same. They're just, one, they're trying to avoid him because they know how good he is. And then they someone tries to run. Nope, not working. He blocked you. I was watching uh, Brandon Thorne. He does, like, these in-depth breakdowns that he did with Skaronsky. And the thing that he kept going back to was, like, his patience, how, how he kind of approaches each and every rush into, your, like, what you were just saying, Adam. It's, he's, it's the same approach every single time, and that's what makes him such a, a good prospect. I hate consistent people like that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the dude that gets up every day at 5 a.m. and is at the gym at 5.15. Like Kevin Kadick. I mean, the guy does it every single day. The dude's just... Um, hair always looks great, too. Like hair looks great, always on point. Like, how? where do these people come up with this level of consistency? Where know. is the dishevelment that I like to bring to the table? It's right <laughs> over here. It's right here. I got you. I got you on the dishevelment over here. The dishevelment. <laughs> Wake up at different times. Don't really want to get out of bed. Yeah, I woke up at like eight o'clock, eight fifteen today, eight thirty. I mean, how do these people learn you just really? the, the the ritual? Yeah. To <laughs> how? Well, first of all, I was up to like one thirty cutting Kari Blossom game clips that and were writing descriptions and headlines. Well, I didn't write all of them now. <laughs> um, Come but, on, uh, Cram. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the kid uh, sort of. I, I slept through the kid like getting up and leaving. Uh, she uh, she came in and I, I got a, a nice hand grab when she was leaving, and then that was it. Amazing. That's, yeah. a, that, that's 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 beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, Caramala takes a determination from Torian. Okay. I, all right, I get it. I get it, Torian. All it does is it takes determination. Who has a lot tougher. more than determination? Who has determination every single day at, the, at 5 a.m.? Seriously. Yeah. Who, who are these people? Yeah, it ain't me. That was like Bragg's yesterday. His solution to us dealing with the Kennedy traffic. Wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. No. That was ridiculous. <laughs> right, got to be like, out. Gotta what? No. That doesn't. No. That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> it's just going to make me tired, and I still have to help get my kid out the door for school. But Kadek's not tired. He just wake up at 5 and leave. Kadek's not tired. He gets up. He gets his energy going. He gets the, he gets the workout in. He's, he's sitting at the desk right now, like, focused on making the company go to the moon. I mean, I, I don't know. These is people aren't actually, tired. Has anyone actually seen this guy work out? Do we know? Are you just, <laughs> are you just taking his word for it? I mean, like we know Nick works out because every meeting we have over Zoom, he's on the but he's, treadmill. It's only that Wednesday. Khalil he's, Mack. Only, he's never working out. He's, I don't think Nick works out either. I think you just go to the he gym and look around. I think I swear to God, he you gets just look around. Yeah. I mean, he's they, not, have, they have fantastic smoothies. 5.15 a.m. Monday meeting. You, we can see Kevin in action. There's a 0% chance I'll be on that meeting. <laughs> it'll just be Kevin. <laughs> Especially because I'll be in Arizona and it'll be 3.15 a.m. there. Okay. You have, you have an excuse. But even if it was not Eastern time, yeah. 6.15, I wouldn't be there. Uh, um, me neither. Go ahead with Freight Car. Love you, Freight Car. $5. It just reminded me of your tweet this morning to that guy who complimented our car. <laughs> <laughs> 
his handle was Fat Man. I said, thank you, Fat Man. <laughs> thank, you, Fat Man. <laughs> thank you, Fat Man. If you're going to use Fat Man as your handle, you deserve a thank you, Fat Man, when you say that we did a great interview. That's a great way to start my morning. Freight car, $5 super chat. How controversial would it be if they went best player available and drafted a corner in Gonzalez or Witherspoon, etc.? I don't think that would be controversy at all. I think they need a corner. They do, but I, th- I feel like that would be also another position like running back where fans would not be the most happy with it. Because, again, it's, it's, you have a good secondary. Corner is a premium position. It is, but they also don't have your right tackle. You still don't know what the offensive line looks like. Your three tech still not on this team, so I would, I'd be all for it. But that would be, I think that would be another position people would have a problem with. They have they they have a hole at corner and they have our other corner who is only signed through one more season. It would I know. be it would be irresponsible not to address corner. I know, right? But it is a. If we were talking about positions of need, where would you rank corner on the Bears right now? Uh, it would be behind. It would be behind defensive behind. line. It would be behind offensive line. It would be behind. And then actually. You can make an argument that it falls anywhere else after that. That's fine. Actually, yeah, I think yeah, it would probably come to third. third. Okay, well, that would mean that it, that would mean that if you graded out Witherspoon and Robinson equal, you would take Witherspoon, correct? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, not that you would grade them exactly equal, but if they were very close, would you pick the corner over the running back? I mean, there's two ways to look at them signing Deontay. Uh, foreman, which is they spent $3 million one-year deal. They just don't care about investing that much in running back. Or it's they're planning on addressing it in the draft. Deontay Foreman's way too big of a wild card to who's had one good season and has not been able to stay healthy to say that's the answer. Even remotely think that he's the answer. Not saying that he won't have a good year. Let's go, Deontay. You got this. But pairing him with Khalil Herbert makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um Michael G, 499, what players would you like the Bears to target with our second and third round picks with them being so close together? 53-61. Can we say Atatamawa is in that range and not in the top 15 like Mel Kuyper was saying the other day? Because that I, would be a great... I think we can. I think that'd be a, you know, a guy to, to look at in that range. Um, you have an address three tech? Michael, I would encourage you to check out my Bears mock draft I did. My latest one. I would too, Michael. Reed Hogue. Every day, all day. It's hard to fire off just three random players for you in the second round. Um, you got this. Right. And by the way, is Aaron Owens uh, – I see Aaron Owens in the chat a lot right now. I want to know if you're still at the all-inclusive. No, I believe he talked about uh, he let, hangover he was, on the plane. Oh, about that's, that? Oh. that sucks. Hangover on the plane. Hangovers on planes are just not fun. No. Yeah, and – most likely you don't smell great and now you've you're Im- <laughs> wow. you're impacting the plane in a negative way but <laughs> just being realistic here Aaron I don't know if you can call yourself out on that that you've had a you made a plane smell bad but I'm sure you'll never do it again if you did do that it's okay it's your bit's better than a crying baby by the way crying baby on a plane is uh it's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, it's a yeah. tough one. He took it like a champ, guys. Let me tell you something, though, about people who complain about crying babies. I <laughs> it is way worse to be the parent with the crying baby. I'm sure it is. to be anyone yeah. else on the plane. I can, the yeah. worst person in the crying baby situation is the parent who's responsible for the crying baby. Very much so. So it's a, one of the best examples in life where you're being tested, and empathy is the best strategy you could possibly have. Which probably only 5% of the people on the plane actually do have. Yeah, I definitely yeah, have a problem no. with empathy in that moment. <laughs> Would you get your baby under control over there, parent? No, you're right. You're absolutely correct, Adam. And I think that's wonderful that you brought empathy into the show today. We could all uh, benefit if we could put more of that out into the world wherever in you are. In general, traveling, I think, is like the biggest test of like humanity these days. It's a tough one. It's like if you just think of everything you encounter while you're traveling, there's always frustrations. There's always something. That'd be stressful. And it's, I just feel like it's like it it separates everyone very easily of like who can handle who's things. gonna who's gonna have empathy and understanding and who's gonna be a dickhead. <laughs> right. Find out really Too fast. Many those dickheads. Who's who in the whole thing? Mm-mm. Uh, 
Aaron Owens, respect that you didn't throw up on the flight. And also respect to anybody who, you know what I like? You know what I like about people when they fly? Actually, I just like it, but I like it about myself. You don't need, I don't get the first thing on the plane thing. Why can't you just like casually get on? Oh, oh you're with my wife on this. Yes. I, like, I like being the last one on the Last plane. one on, man. Y'all can fight that thing out. I, and it, actually, no, but it's worse as getting off. The people that stand up in row 30 and yeah, are, like, yeah. trying to get ahead. Yeah, well, that's, that's not, that, You can't do that. That's if you need to get Settle off down. first, that's then you should. Well, I'm talking, like, southwest now. But if you need to get off first, then you should, you know, get on there as quick as you possibly can so you can be close to the front. If you're for some reason. Anyway, we don't need to do yeah, this no, anymore. Yes, sure. The people with connecting flights, yes, I understand your deal. Most people are just getting up and being They're dicks just getting and up off and the plane faster, and it's annoying. Mm-mm. Well, it actually yeah. frustrates me when they make an announcement and say, hey, we have five people on this plane that have to get off really fast. Please, everyone stay in their seats so they can get off and make their connecting flight. And everyone just ignores it and stands up and blocks them. I've never heard uh, airlines actually, actually announce that. Oh, yeah, they'll do that. That's Especially at O'Hare where there's a lot of connecting flights. They'll say, hey, we have like five people have to get off and make this plane in 10 minutes. Please let them get off. And like half the time... People are just, like, oblivious and just, like, getting away. Yeah, it's like, gone. come on, man. Um, I, I am a – see, I'm different. I'm a first person on – You're a first person. Guy, I like to just get on. That's so your personality. No, because it's just that then I can get myself out of the way. I'm in my seat. I I can put Things, my headphones on. I can start working on my laptop because I got about 30 minutes for they're going to make me shut this, my laptop off. This is Adam Hogue. seats. Things are organized. Only I'm set. I things are I'm together. But every time I travel with my wife, she's like, "Can we just get on the plane last? What are we doing? Why do we have to get on the plane and sit there for thirty minutes? Wait, we're gonna be on the plane for three hours." Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get again. This is like the pizza. Thing. Yeah, well, I get the other side of it. I'm not gonna argue it too much. And <laughs> usually, usually when I travel with my wife, we go that route. For it's me, fine. with yeah. the uh, wife and child, I usually will take my daughter and send the wife on first. You know, in our weird. COVID days, we were like cleaning that. She's like cleaning Put her on the, the wrong seats. plane. Oof. No, uh, <laughs> but I, I've actually been last with my daughter to the point where they're like looking for me. Like I'm just, we're just kind of roaming around the airport looking at things. And then like, I like, oh gosh, I got to go. And my wife's freaking out that we're not going to be on the plane. That'd so be hilarious if the plane left without you. No, 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 that would not be, be fun. And then your wife was just like flying off to Hawaii by herself. Well, I don't think I'd be late for that one. Uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate with a not. super chat. We've got a lot of super chats coming in here. I'm going to just kind of start throwing these at you. Well, let me uh, – oh. I think we should do an ad break and then okay, fine. focus on the uh, super chat. Okay, okay so I will first. start our ad break and let you know. And it's not even an ad break in my mind, by the way. We're just all hanging out, and I, I don't. we don't do that on this show. We just we're just we just tell you about our, our partners and our the people that make us better. And one of those people, of course, is Game Time Tickets, which is where you should be going to get all your tickets to sports – concerts, wherever you are going to entertain yourself and spend your entertainment dollars. Use game time tickets because you will be getting the best value in the secondary market. In fact, when the LA Lakers show up at beautiful United Center next Wednesday night. That was beautiful did you, Chicago Stadium. Did you just forget where the Bulls played? I was no, just, I just yeah, didn't like okay. the way I said it. And he I, doesn't think United Center is beautiful. I don't. I don't. He regretted I, saying that. Part. I find it to be very um, standard is would be the yeah, word. Good way it's to put it. Standard. Yeah, it's standard. very standard. It's, it's, a, it's a good standard. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's an expensive one, but you will not get a better price if, uh, anywhere else than on game time tickets for Bulls and Lakers. Uh, and the Blackhawks have a ton of home games coming up. You want to get some hockey before that, that not wraps that up. Uh, what's that? Not that many. They have four home games in a row, I believe. Right, I think, it, but it's only, only like six Yeah, and total. it's coming down to it. Six wow. coming down to it. So if you want to get some hockey before it's over, like the Canucks and the Hawks on Sunday night, you can get in for uh, 40 bucks for uh, for up top for right now, and Not by bad. game time might be a whole lot cheaper. Join over 15 million people have downloaded the Game Time Ticket app, Game Time Tickets, and get yourself going to your sporting events in a value that you never had before. And if you really want to help us out, buy your link through – buy your ticket through the link in the description, Nick. Yep, you check out Game Time, then you got to know about ComEd, Energy Efficiency Program. It's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. 
Customers can inquire about how to upgrade out day lighting to energy and money saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost effective than before. Visit comet.com slash powering biz now to start saving money and energy to start a project. Contact us at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. Someone in the comments saying that Bragg's got faked out by news again? No. What happened? What happened, what Gregory? We could send you an e-cam for you to come clean. Gary Ross <laughs> says, can we talk about how Bragg's got faked out by news again? Don't. I just want, I, I don't, uh, I'm not aware just of to get this. to the bottom of this. So. He tweets a lot. I'm not going to check. Uh, I'm uh, checking his Twitter. Anytime Bragg's brings up something, if there's did one. Did you see this? Is I'm like, where did you see that, first of all? <laughs> Show me where you found and it. And there's usually some not real Twitter account. I, um, okay, so I don't see anything. I don't know. He probably deleted it. Bragg's got juked. I don't know. What was it? If uh, For anyone who saw it in the comments, let us know. Or Bragg's, you can come Otherwise, we can knock out Super Chats. Bam. Sure. Uh, let's do that. Uh, we had this <laughs> one up uh, a minute ago here. It's from Nate, uh, 499er, said, It's frustrating to see how many people discredit DJ Moore just because they want JSN. I love JSN, but DJ Moore is a top 10 to 12 guy, in my opinion. Okay, I'll take your word for it, Nate. I honestly haven't seen anybody discredit DJ Moore. I think people are just so in just wanting JSN that, you know, maybe DJ Moore makes that not as much of a possibility as it was before, but yeah. yeah. I mean, Nate, just by today's chat, it's it's I think it's way more so that people aren't sold on Ryan Pohl's paying both Chase Claypool and or Darnell Mooney and looking for a playmaker to step in with with value i think that's the main reason uh i don't see it as any i just think we're missing that literally every move this guy has made has been best player available so i wouldn't rule out anything i don't think we can i think it'd be stupid to rule out anything just because another move was made did anyone in the world think after they signed tj edwards that tremaine edmonds was going to be the next move great point no one in the world nope. in the city said that or would have said he'd that. never pay big money for an off the ball linebacker never would happen oh, well, he, he was it. the best player available on their free agent board so they paid him yeah I, I i i think it's silly to rule out anything just because of a prior move that has been made hashtag king polls don't try to contain him. He'll go any which way. You 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 will be you'll be going to work on a random Thursday, thinking you're just going to hang out with CHGO Bears for a little bit at lunch break, and then out of nowhere, he'll step up and say, "You know what? We don't have enough bears on here. We're going to go get a Missouri State bear, and we're going to sign Dylan Cole." Damn it! Let's go. He, he basically told you too that had one of these quarterbacks been better than Justin Fields, he would have drafted one of the quarterbacks too. Yeah. Yep. He's he blown away was the words. Yep. yep. Uh, but obviously, he thought Justin Fields was the best of the options, which what do, I, which I agree with. What do we think that he thinks about Yannick Ngakwe? That um, um, I see that name from a Bears fan at least three times a day at this point, if not seven. Well, and we have talk- him in the uh, good old database, Yannick Ngakwe, and ascending player, I think, who fits would fit uh, what the Bears don't have right now. Guys that can get to the quarterback. I think Ng- Yannick Ngakwe has been incredibly consistent throughout his career. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ascending or descending. Four he's, teams in the last three years. He's is a guy who consistently gets to the quarterback and consistently gets traded to a different team. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, there's no... Keep but, that consistency but, going. Right. All that's I'm true. I'm being serious. But if you... Let's have this conversation. He's had he, here, here's his career: eight sacks, twelve sacks, nine and a half sacks, eight sacks, which eight would, sacks, which ten would, sacks, which nine would, and a half sacks. How do you have all that, that production and yet you've been on one, two, three, four, five teams? Been on five teams in four years, four teams in three years. And it, by the way, if he was on the Bears, been remarkably healthy and durable. He plays. He doesn't miss games. If he was on the Bears, he would be their best edge rusher by a mile instantly. Yeah. 
Um, are they trying to win next year or are they not trying to win? That's a fair question, by the way. I'm not even saying they are. Well, I can tell you from – I actually loved Yannick Ngakwe coming out of college and um, have – like when he went to Vikings, obviously we saw him up close. They ended up trading him to Baltimore. Um, he's not a good run defender. That's I know thing, that. Yeah. Like he's not great against the run. And that's sort of the problem. He's he's kind of a one trick pony, and then he he gets the quarterback. We need, need that <laughs> trick. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying he's not the answer to be on the field for every down defensively. Okay, and maybe great. that's the reason. You know, I, we don't know why he's you know going to all these different teams, but you would like a player that can do a little bit of both. That's what you're on the field for. I mean. He would just be a fun name to say each week. I mean, can you imagine running around here to come next September, just yelling in Gakwe? Let's go. I'll give Greg Braggs a hug and do that. Let's. Yannick <laughs> Ngakwe, hug, embrace. Um, uh, I think it's of- interesting that, I mean, uh, we're obviously, the Bears are obviously not done in free agency. They got see, money to spend. Got money to spend. Got holes to fill. Players still out there. Would they do something as big as Ngakwe? Doesn't seem like it. But our guy Braggs got duped by a DeForest Buckner rumor that he that he asked for a trade. You got yeah. Got duped by potent, uh, DeForest Buckner. Oh, asking for a trade, which has not did not happen. Happen. So. Like Greg. how many times does that have to happen before you tra- change your strategy for how you react to news on I, Twitter? I, as much as I love going at Braggs, I cannot question his Twitter game. The guy's so good at it. He just sits there and hovers over it but, daily. But, just, but all I'm asking is for like five seconds of this thing I'm reading right now. What is the source? Where is it coming? Five from? seconds, then react. Five seconds. I'm sure he's got a great reason as to what happened or why what why it happened, why what happened happened happened. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel says Braggs reminds us we still do need journalists. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Greg. Uh, Joe Calcagno, 199, is drafting JSN similar to the Bengals drafting JC. Jamar Chase. Ah. Uh, no. Well, they did have two wide receivers there. Higgins and Boyd. And they got, like, their college team, you know, the chemistry from college. Uh, Yeah, but I guess why I'm saying no is because no one is looking at JSN on the same level they were looking at Jamar Chase. I think that's a fair point. As much as I like JSN, Jamar Chase was... He went number seven over? Five over. Five? five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not not the same. The JSN would feel like an overdraft at nine, whereas if if Chase had fallen to nine, they they would have That'd been be stunned. That'd be a huge steal. Yeah. yeah. Duke's uh, awake. Duke is a ro- has has a arisen 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 arisen. I'm having a rough day. <laughs> I am. Why? I, I don't know. I do the I'm stumbling over my words. My perfection that I normally bring to this podcast yeah, is it's usually perfection every day. <laughs> yeah. The Duke <laughs> says. Uh, uh, for nineteen ninety nine, new fear. You got a lot of fears, Duke, living on Duke Island. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know you're not an island. You got uh, nothing just, but uh, got time manu- for thoughts. That's true. Yeah, he's got to manufacture fear to, per- to get him to the next level. It's like Jordan, just yeah. creating enemies just to <laughs> get himself go. to the next. Yeah. Thing. Same thing the Duke does. What do the Panthers know about DJ Moore? I read polls told the Panthers the deal had to include Burns, Horn, or Moore. If you're drafting a new quarterback, how do you not sacrifice one of those defensive guys instead of wide receiver? Um, I'd like to know your source on that, dude, because t- everything that I've read has been about the DJ Moore was the key to the whole deal. I don't yeah, know. No, um, no, there was uh, the thing that I think it was Breer's piece had that there was three guys. That three guys and then who he said we would take in the deal. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's the, actually not Horn. It's because um, Joe Person uh, said this. Derek Brown, home. right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and I, I I think it's the idea that it's easier to replace a wide receiver than, than those other defensive positions. Um, 
I don't think the Panthers wanted to like get rid of DJ yeah, Moore, no, right? Think, like that wasn't. I don't think the no. This wasn't a situation where the guy's on the trading block. It yeah. was we can potentially secure our franchise quarterback, move up to number one, but we got to give up something. And of these three guys, Moore's the easiest one to give up. Now, I personally don't know that I would have thought the same way because all of a sudden you look at their wide receiver depth chart, and it's good that they added Adam Thielen, but. If Adam Adam Thielen's your number one guy for C.J. Stroud or whoever else you're bringing in there, it's not the best way to develop a young quarterback, as this city knows well. I would have loved Adam Thielen with the Bears. A veteran. You had a Thielen? I had a Thielen. (laughs) I had a Thielen. I just thought he would be a great model to have in that receiving room and a good, solid, comfortable outlet for fields. But... He does not fit in the Bears' timeline, so I have never actually moved it to any level of remotely considering that the Bears would do it, but I would have I would have enjoyed it. Okay. DJ more greater than the ghost of Adam Thielen from RM. RM's been making some solid contributions to the show. Uh, Sonny, 777-1999. Appreciate the super chat there. Sonny uh, Poles is playing... F- Five-dimensional chess by rolling over the benefit of trading the first overall to a team with a chance to be a bottom-five team and continue to trade out of these coveted picks in order to have a top-ten draft pick every year. I, I don't... I think I'm in the rare... The, the funny thing is, is like everyone combined thought the Panthers could be a sneaky team this year. Well, it's, it's because of the division. Up, for a quarterback, I know they lose DJ Moore and that hurts them. But yeah, they're in a bad division. They have a tremendous coaching staff that I really like. They're going to be getting that division was won by an under five hundred Bucks team last year at eight and nine. Yeah, and the Panthers were seven and ten. The along Bucks with the are Saints. worse. The Saints yeah. are Saints are your favorite to win that division right yeah. now. Yeah, sure. But, but even they're not juggernauts by any means. But I just I don't think you can rule out six seven wins for the Panthers at all. There's some solid players on that team. Yeah, and re- I mean going into the 2022 season, remember when the Seahawks were projected to be the worst team in the NFL, and you know the Bears steamrolled them in preseason, and like people were saying they're going to be the worst team. Look what they did. Like you can I don't think you can count on a team being just god awful. Like we we see it all the time where teams make a, a dramatic leap from a year ago. So. I wouldn't count on that. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, we had uh, just a nice four ninety nine donation from Bears fan. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Bears you, Bears fan. fan. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Bears fan. Appreciate you. And then let's see. This was from Michael McCoy. Now I'm not sure. This was a little while ago. Uh, Five dollars to add to Nate's comment. It isn't so much they're discrediting DJ. I believe they should follow Miami and Philly and get Fields two legit wide receivers. Why not? More wide receivers, better for Justin Fields. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't. That's another example. Like Philly used a top ten pick on Devonta Smith. They yep. still went out and added Brown. Like. Y- Premium players at premium position. I hate yeah. saying that stuff, but that's that's what it would be doing. I, I, I just I, I just think it's silly to to rule out wide receiver in the first round just because of. I'm not saying it's likely. Twenty twenty. But I I, I I I just think it's silly to discredit it. All right, Michael. Uh, or did we just do that one? Just yep yep. S- s- Ryan, I'm sorry, Ryan, 499. Nick, uh, last night you mentioned if you draft Skaronsky or Paris top 10, they're playing left tackle. Why do you think that based on what Poles has said about Braxton? Last night I wasn't – I don't know where I was last night. I wasn't here. Uh, maybe on After Dark I think we talked about Paris Johnson. Did you Johnson. say that? I don't know if I did or not. But I think the question was whether I would take Paris Johnson or Skaronsky. I put Paris Johnson – but I don't know if um, playing left tackle because, I mean, Paris Johnson obviously played there, but you can move Skronsky to the right side. And that's what uh, Daniel Jeremiah thinks can happen. But, yeah, you're upgrading the line with one of those two guys. Yep. You guys see Greg's uh, tweet about – you see the, the one drill that Paris Johnson did where he's kind of doing that yeah. pass block. He's going to attempt it. 
Greg. Braggs is going to attempt that? And I know you guys were talking about his ping pong and not being able to move. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I highly recommend you don't attempt that. If you do, we want to be filming. Yes. Please <laughs> film it. Um, and have an ambulance nearby. Yeah, probably. That'd be a good idea. That's my advice. Um, all right. Doug says, any credence to the Ed Oliver trade rumors? I believe the answer to that is no. Didn't he later post a video of him sacking field or something? I don't know. I, think, I was I following that did. for like saw a that. second, and then I just stopped. Yeah. No, I don't think there's – I mean, I'm, I don't – my advice is to stop jumping to conclusions based on oh, what people post. Oh, there we go. Ed Oliver, yeah. Posted a video of him sacking Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's got everybody in the NFC North. So bring it on, Ed Oliver. If you don't want to be a bear, we don't want you either, buddy. He's under contract with the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be a bear. He could want to be a bear. He could it's be saying, straight to Chicago right now. I want to be a part of the next great thing in the NFL. Send me there. As we detailed on the show yesterday when this came up, all of his sacks came against the NFC North, which is probably why he was posting photos and videos of his sacks, and it was just a coincidence that they were all NFC North teams. Those were the teams he got sacks against. Makes sense. I don't even remember the Bears playing the Bills this year, so apparently that Yeah, that was a real thing that happened yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember that game? Well, I was there, but yeah. It was very cold. Yeah. It was very cold. It was super cold, that game. (laughs) Uh, And the Duke here, 999. Sorry I was late. Very hungover from watching the Bulls last night. Booze was not enough to numb the pain. Booze was, in the, booze was in attendance last night. Booze, mm. Noah, and, and Lou Aldang. <laughs> he was. See, Booze was hanging out. They, they rewarded them sh- with a great performance. They showed him on the screen. And then they were down zip. Tw- 23 to 1. Yeah, it was weird seeing the 1 there. Oh, my God. Who made the free throw? Zach uh, Levine split a pair. What a mm-hmm. shock. He split a pair? He never does that. He, I'll give Z- I want to throw one bit of respect at Zach Levine. He... He actually tried to bring them back last night. He was playing hard, and, and it was the, when the game was over. I'd also like to throw uh, – I like that it was 23-1 to because I saw that on Twitter and was like, well, don't have to turn this game on tonight. Yeah. Yep. I felt bad for Mark K, man. Dude's flying over here from Melbourne. Hey, they were three and two. saw a bunch of good games. Three and two while he was here. Yeah. Right, but Mark it was his Mark K had a good run here in Chicago. He had a great run. He but, had a great but he saw the real Bulls. He didn't deserve that. He saw that. the real Bulls. He didn't deserve that. And did you he see? He told everybody they were going to lose that game, he including did. Nick, who apparently still bet on the Bulls. All right, forget about Mark K. Just let's talk about Mark. <laughs> let's talk about Mark C. Did you I see? Did. No, did you actually bet on the Bulls? I bet on the game. What does that mean? So just points and stuff. I didn't put them on money line or anything. Did you win? No. Because you thought the Bulls were going to win? No, no, because they didn't score. They didn't do shit. He told you that. Does, well, does he said they were going to give win. you like 17 bonuses a day just begging you to bet? They're like, hey, we got this sucker. So <laughs> <laughs> Nick is the say. best client that they got. All right, wait, hold on. Before you go Bulls here, <laughs> yeah. uh, just last, uh, Nate threw another 499. He said, I was never ruling out JSN, just more so frustrated with bare Twitter slander of DJ Moore because they want JSN. I would absolutely love JSN at number nine. Yeah, just to right. clear that whole thing up. Thank Bring you, Nate. We Bring appreciate it. Hey, hey, Nate T., you know who would also love JSN at nine? That would be QB1. Yes, he he, yes, would, he would he would be he would love to add JSN to that skybox at the United Center to hang out and perhaps even tell Chase Claypool don't get too comfortable here because we ain't bringing you back, buddy. Something along those lines. Uh, did you see my question last night to Doc Rivers? There, Adam Hogue. No, I didn't. Nick no. Lawrence. Nobody knows. Carm. Well, Do- it depends. Doc well, Rivers. Talked to Doc Rivers last night. I talked. Yeah, he's the head coach Why? of the Sixers because <laughs> because because I'm me and because because I love Michael Jordan and because Doc Rivers competed against Jordan as both a Hawk and a Nick and a Clipper. But let's focus on Atlanta and the Knicks. <laughs> I love that you. So far this year, you just have a Bulls credential and you go there when you want to ask players about Michael Jordan or Derrick Rose. Yes. Somebody's got to do this stuff. Like, <laughs> that's your. I love it. That's, that's your. <laughs> that role. That's, that's a very. That's your beat. That's a very important role. We <laughs> need that role fulfilled. Uh, and, and you do it. And so I said, Doc, what's you know? Did you give, say it like that too, uh, Doc. Uh, doc. Doc. Let's talk about your career in Chicago as a player playing in Chicago. Uh, you know, your one All Star team that you made was '88. Everybody remembers that when when Mike 
beat Wilkins in the dunk contest. So Doc talked about it. It's like actually that was his favorite. Team. What's that? I don't remember Doc on the All Star team. Well, I mean, he played 16 minutes. It was just one All Star game. It's okay that you don't remember it. But the, <laughs> but Jordan came in at halftime of that game. He tells a story and starts basically yelling at Mike Fratello, who's coaching the East, because the Hawks had the best record. The czar I'm of not. The I'm not losing at effing home in my All Star game. Start playing the guys that actually played defense back in back in the day when the NBA All Star game was actually a competitive game. Play Doc. And so, oh. and so Doc was like, I was cool with Mike. You know, I was like, oh, man, Mike wants me out there because I play D. And then he said, then I went to the Knicks. Wait, so he's telling all this last night? Yeah. What was your question to him? I said, give me your favorite moment. When you think about your time playing back home in Chicago, what stands oh, okay. out? Cool. And so he referenced the 88 All-Star game. Got it. And, and then he said, he's like, and then I went to the Knicks, and we were competing against each other, and we didn't speak for 15 years. And neither of us wanted to talk to either one. Cause, wow. cause, cause, Doc was a competitor, man. Doc, Doc battled. So that's my Doc Rivers tidbit to end up my week on the CHGO Bears. Well, I don't want to go anywhere. Sharing. By the way, I'll be doing a sidewalk show with whoever will join me later. I'm sure Bragg's is doing a spaces. Nick and Will will be back <laughs> yeah, here tomorrow. I won't be on those spaces. Hope oh, um, you're gonna tell everybody about uh, missing you. We're gonna be missing you a little. Oh bit. yeah, I'll be in Arizona next week. Hey, me too. Yep. So, Lauren, who's producing? I don't know. Ooh, I Lawrence can't. is taking a, you're taking a vacation? Spring break. Spring break, baby. Got the late tickets. Uh, remember we talked about how they were like 2000 a pop. They went down. Thanks for not gouging us completely. Still terribly. like 700 Still too much. Cur- way too much. And we're like leaving on Tuesday and then it's terrible. coming back on Monday. But Good job. Yeah, there you go. We're out nice there. Over. A lot of pressure on me and you, Nick. No. Good luck with that. You I'll hang it. out with you guys one day. I'll be down at the owners' meetings and I'll pop be, on. I'll here be here Monday. Actually, I won't be doing the show Monday, but I'll be in Chicago. Sorry Ryan Poles, Flus, George McCaskey, Kevin Warren. Hey, Robert. Yes, spring break. That's for students, not adults. I have a child, Robert. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> That's how we plan our lives, Robert. Around we get kid. one week where the kids aren't going to school. That's vacation week. Uh, we're, we are efforting also some uh, some extra guests as we always are around here, so that could be popped in next week as well. Uh, Herb Howard's going to be with us on Monday. We do know that one. That one's confirmed. Herb's awesome. Love Herb. H squared. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Tune and in. K- and Casey's dad just showed up. All right. So I got to respond to the text because I'm getting co- accused of both from both my father and um, – his friend that he's with in Arizona, uh, shame on you for picking against Kansas State. Is to my knowledge, I haven't picked a single college basketball game. How week. could you do that, Adam? So I don't. I'm very confused at the slander I'm <laughs> getting thrown my way right now. All right, hit the up. like. Cubs is coming up. Let's go. Bye. Come on. See you later. I love you.